You are now listening to The Reality Is. <laughs> nah, you a big head fucker spot. I know. Man. Nigga, what kind of creatines and proteins do you consume on a regular basis? Honestly, bro, that's nature, nigga. That's uh-huh. the thing, bro. I can't. I've tried to be skinny. I can't, nigga. <laughs> that much. You that, tried hey, to you be skinny, eat, hey, man. I've tried. <laughs> you be eating that much butt, huh? I'm hey, <laughs> protein. Nigga. You eat butt, nigga. Yes. Oh my what? Only God. if I'm in a serious situation. I'm only if I'm in a serious situation. Hey, hold on. You can't just be passing that shit out to anybody. Hey, hey. what that boy Dez Love House said? She said everything's always so urgent with you. It's always urgent. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but you know, it, you got to be in a, Yeah, it got to be a serious situation, man. I was telling somebody the other day, it's this chick I used to hang out with. Oh. And I remember one time, bro, I never fucked her. But she just kept pressing, like, why we don't never do this and that? And I was like, you know what? I mean, go on, let's go on upstairs. I'm, and I rubbed up. I just, you, I got to test motherfuckers. You know how a nigga raise up the hood and get under the hood like a mechanic? Let me see what the these parts. Yeah, yeah. Let me say, get naked. Let me see all of this stuff. I'm touching the titties and I'm good with these two motherfuckers. They already told you about the around the corner shit last time we was together in the studio. Two fingers, bro. That motherfucker nutted three times in 10 minutes. I said, this is easy work. Right. But at the same time, I and said, you don't. you want to get in the ass? No, I, you, no, I didn't get none of that because I wasn't dating her like that. But what right. it let me know is if you're getting off like this, then dick and eating booty going to dry you up the wall. Mm-hmm. And I don't need them problems. Yeah, that's just that's no, a whole other level. <laughs> Never messed Come with on, it. Come on, self-awareness. <laughs> so let me. Oh, dang. Hold on. My fault. Over here, bro. Uh, hold on, folks. All right. So let me get this straight. Oh, man. Is the screw on the back of it to where you can tighten it up? Yeah, that's what it is, bro. You got to put that. So let me get this clear. This is just listen to the last episode. Last episodes. I like so the randomness. We ain't even starting to show so I'm supposed to. So I'm supposed to feel honored because a man that wants to be a woman that's oh. wearing a size 17 shoe. Are you he finds me attractive. So you know what? Know. You're actually a little more attractive than the average man because <laughs> a, a man on top of a man, if you don't shut up talking, I'm, is that what we really know? So basically on okay, the last I'm episode, I'm, lost, I'm about but. to bring it in. So Corey, I think Corey may have been a part of the conversation years ago, but we went out one night and these uh-huh. gay guys and trans- transgender guys was hitting on me. And I was just like, man, what the fuck? Uh-huh. And Brandon and them was like, yo, if they, if women find you attractive, if gay men find you attractive and transgender men find you attractive or women, whatever, then you on the track. You must be an attractive, attractive guy. I like you're hearing that from three different I'd genres say. of individuals. I agree. You see what I'm saying? You don't agree with that? I mean, that's all. I mean, but that's the thing. I could be a heterosexual male who don't, don't like men and I can say Aaron Rob is an attractive guy. Yeah. So that means that's just another. That's just what that is. Yeah. But it's that's almost like, no, but because I, I, I'm I a man who I identify as a woman and I like. Nah, Listen, bro. We're nah, universally just, attractive, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'll take I'm it. cool with yeah. that. Man, I'm taking all of that, man. <laughs> I, so I got two songs for us today, Spider. Um, I wanted hey. to go into the podcast. So yeah. Penny X. I need someone to be patient with me. The reality someone is. to get money when I take it from me. They don't even need to be as famous as me. I don't think I meet them at the places I be. But deep down, I think about you all day, mommy. I know I'm a pit bull, but dolly, mommy. I just wanna take you on a holiday, mommy. Say what's on your mind, I'ma call away, mommy. Come and rescue me. Well, take me out the club, well, take me out the trap. Well, But some of the attitudes y'all be kicking off is just OD. But what's an attitude? Have I presented an attitude? Yes, kind of. Already? Yes. 
in the two but minutes of being it's, here? It's, it's, oh, it's, a, it's more of a posture sometimes. <laughs> when you that. say, when you say, when, when, he's, when he says what he early. needs, this yeah. is the problem too. Because most men will tell you exactly what they need. You're right. And it's either you can do it or you can't. Don't complain about it yeah. or be, oh, that's a lot of work. Well, are you the person for the job? You're so, right. But you Jack, are absolutely yeah. right. So what do you say? Go. You were saying, how did we get here? So what did you mean by that in depth, if you don't well, mind explaining it? I mean, you know, the conversation has, I'm, I'm sure, been had round and round. But there has to be accountability on all parts, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, there is a reason why women have gotten to the place where we feel like we have to stand in some shit that we don't want to be in. Yeah. You know, so, yes. Like, I'm surprised in this two minutes of you knowing me <laughs> that you've already said I've had an attitude. I'll take that. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll wear that with a badge of honor. Um, not, not, not fully, though. I didn't really mean an attitude. But once again, it's like it's almost like, once again, a posture of well, I'm just not willing. Is what it comes off. No, as. She's not see, that though. So, so I'm not saying that she. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but you know what? And, and I think you know, hearing that, you know, me just kind of joking around with yeah. it, it does sound like work. But I yeah. also understand that women require work, work as yeah. well too. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, it's. You can't agree. I think it's just because I'm in this space right now and I'm just tired. I'm glad. Big Mama is tired. Yeah. So I'm like, that's when I, I hear you, yeah. when you like, you want all these things, yeah. like maybe before that would have been cute. Yeah. Like, okay, I understand. But it's different. But I'll explain mine. This is okay. when I, when I, when, so what I think he's saying with Search and Rescue, first of all, this is episode 373. We in this bitch. <laughs> Hello. We got uh, Spider the DJ in the building. He holding us down as always. We got an ammo of Mind of a Man podcast. We got Jazz in this bitch of. So here's the thing. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So we, we want to jump into this. So I, the reason I wanted to start the episode off with Drake, when I say search and rescue, for me is, and God, I have to tie this and wrap it all into what you said and what you said earlier. For me, this is just saying, he's saying, take me off the market. He ain't saying like, you got to do all this work, but it's like, be the woman I need so I can get out these motherfucking streets. Yeah. That's what I, I mean by that. Not like, I, yeah, yes, yeah. I understand. And I, um. I hear you. <laughs> Received, sir. <Yeah. laughs> but, but I think... And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. What are you going to say? I know where the problem comes in is because since you were 17, 18, whenever you start dating, you were being the right woman to wrong people for a very long time. Probably so. And it gets to a point where you, you might get to about 30, 32, something like that. And you're just like, nigga, I'm, a, I'm done with the, yeah. all of this trying to fit into these boxes. Yeah. And then we know women typically are more pleasing or they they will appease to a man a little bit quicker than a man because yeah. if you're a man especially a man that's in demand yeah you're gonna move on to the next yeah so you've been or so you're gonna not to, value the woman who is trying to be something to so you. you take the approach of like as a woman you take the approach of kind of like all right i do i want this sexually but i'm never gonna speak up about it or you know i want you to love me this way but i'll just Make sure you're good. Yeah. And that's not everybody by and large. There's some trash females yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. But that's the approach you take for a long time. And then mm-hmm. you just get to the point where you're like, nigga, I'm going to just do what I do. I'm going to walk around broken. I'm going to do what I do. And that's it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think I kind of see the yeah. plight of a woman, so to speak. Yeah. But to your point, though, because you did bring up a good point, um, you know, I do feel like a lot of times women, we need to listen a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this man was vulnerable <laughs> through through Drake. Okay, yeah. by way of Drake, Aubrey. And, um, you know, he's, he's sitting over here saying what he needs. And, you know, we need to listen to yeah. that. So my my little flipping comment, that's all it was. No, just me being, no, okay. you know, but I, the, reason the devil's I, advocate or and, whatever. And, but and it's great that we're talking we about this. You. Is because the the first topic on uh, the agenda today is how can a, how can we experience unconditional love in a world with so many conditions? So y'all both are 
pretty much starting out in the right place. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But Jazz, I wanted to talk to you like, <laughs> okay, because, you know, when I put out my post a couple of weeks ago, you, you know, I don't know if people listen to episode 370 or 371 yet, but that was you on the beginning of the episode saying you feel where I'm at. You're in the same space. You're in the same place, maybe in a different way. But we're there. And I think at this age, bro, it's like we just want to be able to be our genuine selves and people accept that shit. Yes. And I think the problem is and I'm saying about, that and being vulnerable and, and actually like saying it, exactly. vocalizing like I need love right now. And like I said, on one episode where I was like, and I think you were on there that day where I was like the same way we complain, mm-hmm. we got to be able to vocalize when we need to be loved a little bit more on today. Or a little bit less. You know what I'm saying? Or like not being so hard on us today. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard day. Can you not be that way with me today? So I want you to break this down for me because it also makes me think about it was either one I was on or whatever. You know, I listen to all of them for the most part. When you were talking about, matter of fact, I think it's when you were sitting on the couch and you were talking about, I think I can take anything. I yeah. can, you know, you, you've evolved to a, yeah. in a way. So I'm like, well, isn't that a certain, I mean, that's you not having a condition. Yeah. But that's that definitely doesn't, that sometimes you can set the standard for somebody yeah. to model you model what you want from them, but yeah. it doesn't mean they're always going to act your way. Exactly. So, you know, it kind of also true. ties in this one of my one of my topics, too. But, yeah, break that down to me. What you mean by that with a conditional, with you know, unconditional. With condition. So, like I was saying on the couch today, I was like, I'm different. Like, if me and Jazz were in a relationship and we've been together five years, and let's say she made a mistake and was talking to an ex-boyfriend and she went out with this dude and she didn't tell me she was going out, somebody saw her, and then they reported it back to me. The old me would probably been pissed off, mad, whatever. The new me would be like, all right, you went out there. Why didn't you feel like you could tell me that? You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you watched the shot, but it was a part when Tiff mm-hmm. went over to Emmett's and she tried to fuck this yep. nigga and Emmett said no. Yep. And then she came back and talked to Mon Shumper, who was a boyfriend in the show, and she told him, hey, I'm feeling this way because my ex-boyfriend is dating another woman. I went over there to try to fuck the nigga. He told me, no, why is that nigga better now for this bitch? Yep. And he couldn't be this for me. <laughs> yeah. And Mon Shumper could have tripped the fuck out, but he was yeah. just like, damn. He was like, well... You couldn't talk to me about that? And yeah. she's like, well, I don't want to talk about it. But she talked about how her mother never talked about her trauma, her pain, yeah. her hurt. But that nigga gave her a space to say what she did after doing something fucked up when most insecure niggas would have went off on her. But she literally said after the fact, thank you for giving me a space mm-hmm. to explain myself. And I think that's where I'm at, bro. A space mm-hmm. to explain yourself. Because we going to make mistakes. And we talk about how hard we love people. But do you, and you judge as hard as you love. But when you love somebody, you forgive them, right? Mm-hmm. And nigga, if you're going out there and thinking you're going to go from every relationship and the shit going to be right, nigga, you'll be out there forever by yourself. Absolutely. So that's what I meant by that, bro. Like, I'm not, like I, we were talking before, I'm not insecure like a lot of guys are to where it's like, damn, she fucked another nigga. Most niggas, when a girl fucks up and may cheat on them or be in another situation, it's more about the dude than it is the girl. It's also about the context and how this all came to. I'm True. sorry. You can't, nigga, well, how did this happen? Because I'm sorry. I Now, me personally, I don't think that's my ministry. Yeah. I think I think it's time <laughs> to go to another church after that. Because, <laughs> fam, I just, I, and one, things I, one of the things I do struggle with is somebody doing something to me that I would never do to them. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. I think like, we all do. If yeah. you gonna disrespect me to this level and it's like, well, I ain't never even called you out your name. Yeah. It's kind of like, I just think it's best we just go ahead and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, cause for a man, respect is everything. Yeah. And for a woman, love is everything. Yeah. Like, how do you love me? So it's like, if you break my one cardinal sin and it's for you, you're, you're not, it's not that you're 
not getting love. It's yeah. like, well, what's the real problem here? Yeah. Now, so, and that don't go for everybody. It's just like we talked about eating booty in the beginning. You don't give everybody <laughs> those chances. Yeah, you know what true. I'm saying? It's that's dependent true. upon the person. The times that I have been forgiving, they were a special yeah. caliber of person. This is another reason why I forgive a little bit easy and I, I see you. Nigga, I know the shit I've done. Mm. Even oh, if that girl doesn't yes. know, I know the shit that I've done. <laughs> so I'm going to forgive because I know who the fuck I am. Okay. I, I guess my thing, when I first saw this, I'm like, is I had to think to myself, like, do we really love each other unconditionally? Yeah. yeah. Like, th- that's kind of the space that I was in, yeah. right? Like, I, I'm not sure, because for me, if I'm just being honest, there is hella strings. Oh, yeah. Hella strings. Yeah. Like, and not saying that I want there to be yeah. strings, you know, as we get older or whatever, like, maybe the strings look different, but there are definitely strings to that. Like, I just think yeah. about my son. Of course, I love him unconditionally, but sometimes I don't like him. Sometimes yeah. he get yeah. on my nerves. Yeah. Sometimes, like, there's things, like, he's... He disappoints me. That yeah. doesn't change my love for him. So yeah. I guess in that and way, he said I do that on love the show him. too. He said, yeah. "Love me like you love your kid, just in a different way." Yeah, yeah, that's important. I, I listen. I agree, and it slapped me in the face because <laughs> for me, like I'm married, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But and we separated. You know what I'm saying? Like a couple months ago. Yeah. But like, I, it was almost like it's hard to say because it's like it was like 98 percent stuff that like she was doing and I didn't do nothing like yeah. I'm not a victim but it's yeah. like fam no you really just poor communication yeah. lack of respect whatever yeah. whatever your reasoning is and as time went by I mean I still was able to not respond to her the way she responded to me yeah. but it was um, but it was still was like nigga I'm done though like yeah. there's nothing for us to talk about but as time went by it was kind of like that same thing it's like well you do you how much do you really love this person? What does love actually look like? Yeah. I was gonna say how do you it looks differently that? for everybody. So what what is unconditional love? It's gonna look different and show up different for everybody. And, and I know, and he ain't really into you know the Bible and stuff like that. Oh, I got that. one for you later. But but he say but but it says like <laughs> even anybody can love somebody that loves them back. Yeah. How can you love somebody that's not deserving or that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Your enemy even mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how does that look? So. Yeah. But I think in a relationship, it's going to be times where you're not deserving of that love. And that's where the unconditional part comes in. (laughs) Prime prime example. You're not deserving and you still give love. And you still give love because that's what the unconditional is. That's true. I've only dated one or two. I've dated. I've been lucky to get about one or two women that like the love was unconditional where like they blatantly caught me on some shit. And they was just like they saw themselves first. And they said, I'm forgiving you because I know the lack of myself that may have led to this act. And then I said, I appreciate that. I never did it again, but it it has to be a maturity. The only when people talk about me, they be like, "Man, I see the growth, nigga." Mm-hmm. You see the growth because I literally can look at myself and be like, "Nigga, that's the that's so big." Like they say all the time, when you sit with yourself, yeah. you know what the fuck you've done. Right. Like say for instance, like if Jazz was dating me and she talked to her baby's uh, her father, her son's father, and they messed around one time, and I never found out about the shit. Never would. You know what I'm saying? So it's like one of them <laughs> things to where if it happened, but think about it, if it happened, she would have to figure, like if I cheated on her at some point, she would have to have that awareness to say, I did something he don't even know about. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to be a hypocrite and I know the mercy. You may not be there yet, bro, because six years ago, no, five no, no. years ago, like that, no, I I'm, thought the same way, but it's like at this point in time, bro, it's like. Yeah, everybody fucks up. Everybody don't say nothing perfect. is what I was going to say. Oh, okay, okay. I, I could not say nothing, bro. Right. I'm sorry. I got to take the consequences. I I know somebody that they literally did that. Like yeah. he 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 said a lot of stuff, but he didn't say what he actually did. I'm yeah. just like, bro, that's just so dishonest to me, bro. Yeah. I'd rather just take my medicine. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, no, I I hear my I hear my ex wife, but I ain't gonna never say nothing. I'm like, Girl. but you know the thing about it is, depending on your, and I've learned this too from actually like being locked in when you talk in love. 
You say you wouldn't tell me, but if we were ever locked in, I'd know. I'm shit. Yes. I'm going to tell you this, because yes. I, I done had a woman yes. call me before and be like, what's good with you? I'm like, I'm good. She's oh, like, yeah. the energy we off, know. though. You, you know. know. But you niggas, definitely know. But if a nigga, but it, a woman has. know? A one, no, this is the thing though. We don't have a natural it? intuition like you oh, guys okay. do, but I'm if like, we allow ourselves to lock into y'all, okay. we do know. See, I do. If I if you allow yourself to lock into that you? woman, shit, you, sometimes you ain't getting what you in? need. Sometimes yeah. you ain't getting what you need to <sighs> lock in. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of my. I'm very intuitive. Like I like I'm like I don't know what, but something is something up. Something is up. I know. Like yeah. I just I've always had that since I was young. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I've never really been in big friend groups like yeah. that. I just I get stuff out of people. I be like, yeah, you good. But you got to be careful with me because like again. <laughs> I'm using you because you're the only woman in the room. But yeah. like, if we was together, and I like to fuck a lot, so yeah. I'm telling you right now, it may be one of them days you done fucked him. As soon as you get home, I'm on your ass. <laughs> and if we had, if we locked in, yeah. and you ain't trying to get, what's the difference now? Yeah. Oh, you done already had somebody rambling around in your hole. Oh, uh, not rambling. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, what you got one of them BMF. You know what I'm saying? I'm locked in. You gonna have to hit me. You want? You hit me with one of them. I just need to go in there and take a shower. Nope. I'm coming with you. I call that dirty love. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's Nigga, that may be the name of the pot. You okay? That's dirty love right there. You ain't got to be freshest. Sometimes you need a little tang. Exactly. Hey, just what? a little bit. That is very true, bro. Mm-hmm. Switching a little bit. I'm just like that. I, it gives it a little, it gives it character. Come on, man. I, <laughs> not care. I, I need to taste the seasoning. I need that. Yeah. You know, a motherfucker been on, took a shower, you tasting like Dove. No, I know pussy yeah, don't taste so like Dove. So y'all yeah. really like a woman to be running around in her errands all day? As long as it's funky, I'll all right, okay. Yeah. Yes. It's situational, but yeah, you but you gotta think. Even for y'all, it still shouldn't be that bad. Well, yeah. you're right. You know what I'm, I'm not, saying? I'm not yet. You've been running yeah, there. You like it should it should be You've been open, bitch. Right. <laughs> You've been doing pickup games? Nah, we not. It should be that bad. <laughs> you need to drink more water in that yeah. It might be. But might that's be. I mean that's when, so funny. I think when, uh, some women are like that too, where it's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? You wanna taste it. I like smelling my dick on your face. I, I just no, nah, y'all's is different. I don't like no all day. Dude. Y'all's is different. Oh, I just yeah, don't you, like you no. Right. It depends you on right. like you said nah, like pickup right. games yeah, and there's just right. a lot of components. Because you gotta think with us, the ball sack is scrunchy, <laughs> yeah. so all that everything, all everything the, is yeah. collected. Yeah, I mean, we got you know like my homeboy daddy used to say that duck butter. Yeah, that you duck know butter. Right daddy used to say that. Daddy say, oh, you smelling your duck butter? Yeah, that you get too big for your britches, you act look grown. Duck butter? Yeah, but I do, I do like a woman to be herself, like the smell. Like, even like y'all always talk about yeah. why niggas hit on y'all when y'all ain't got makeup on or when y'all not at y'all best. We see who you are at that yes. point and we can work with that. If we see who you are and we can work with that, then we know That's makeup way is just more a, attractive. It's, it's just an enhancement, man. That's Ooh. way more attractive just to see, like, to see a natural woman. That's yeah. super attractive. Do y'all attractive. talk to natural women? Like, I just. I, yes, I'm not a big makeup guy. I don't like all them lashes and because so the like, women that you approach are you you're talking to them. Let's say you out in the grocery store or wherever. I don't mm-hmm. know where y'all meet people, but I'm just saying. Like, so you talking to a, a natural looking woman? Like, can let we me just tell you be? something. Mm-hmm. No, no, let me tell you something. Me and my partner had a conversation about this. Some of the most attractive ones are them little hood chicks that you'll see. Could get out the get out. They going to uh, what's that store? I don't know, the QT or yeah. somewhere like that. They got on some UGG boots with some sweats. <laughs> them man, they got that thing sitting back there. <laughs> them women be fine, attractive, but it's like you know you ain't gonna be with that type yeah. of woman probably long term. But yes, you will get approached and talked to. Mm. I'm not approaching a. I ain't a hood chick type guy. Uh, you not? Are, I've never dated a hood chick in my life. I haven't either, and by the way. Me, but, but they no, are thank very you. attractive. You appreciate. Yes, them they visually. are. Shunquisha is. 
Sometimes she's got a thing dragging behind her. No. And that little, with that little tattoo, all them little unnecessary tattoos. <laughs> the no. They just be loose that, tattoos. Yeah, just, that's like, unnecessary. <laughs> what did you get that syringe there for? Like, <laughs> But you know what? That goes back to, to the thing, too. Like when we talk about unconditional love and finding somebody that you actually like for who they are. Yeah. I think a lot of times, like, mm. I listen to some of my homeboys talk about what they want in a woman. And when they started talking about looks and shit off the rip, I'm like, so... It ain't working, nigga, because you're picking a woman based on her ass or mm-hmm. her titties or whatever. Nigga, I don't give a fuck about none of that. If you look at if you went through my roster of women that I've been with, they're different, bro. The times that I was smashing mm-hmm. girls that was like fat asses and people would probably say model type, nigga, I was single. And it was fun times, nigga. I was going to say you was having fun. I was fun times. But when I'm looking for something that's serious, bro, it could be that because some women are beautiful and they are mistaken for being something else based on their beauty. Mm -hmm. Just like some guys. People will look at a guy and be like, oh, he's handsome. I know this nigga ain't out here trying to settle down. Yep. So, nigga, I used to get that a lot when I was younger. So it's just like looking at it and going into the right place. Talking about God, bro, I do want to talk about this real quick. I, you know, you hear, you go to church. I've seen this too. You go go to church and you hear people (laughs) say, God don't make no mistakes. He don't. It's just for, it's just for conversation. I hear you. But with all the negative negativity going on in the world. Like people, you've heard people say it before, cancer, all these school shootings, Mm -hmm. kids dying, people dying, white people, white men who so filled with hate that they want to kill black people and kill other, you know, minorities. Like what kind of God who's all knowing would create such a thing? And there's no resolution to it. You want to you want to hop in on well, this? Uh, my only thing to this was when I saw this, I was like, OK, so if you think that God makes mistakes, you have to keep the same energy for the negative and for the positive. True. Mm-hmm. So did God, you know, make a mistake when he made you universally beautiful? I mean, I do. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, to, to the gay men, to the straight yeah. men, to, I'm just being. Yeah. No, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, like, did he make a mistake plus. when he's blessing you when, he, you know, you're. When he's giving you like your your gifts and your talents and all of those things, was that a mistake as well? well like, was it a I, mistake yeah. that you're here? So yeah. we can't just focus on True. the negative shit. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying no, there are no mistakes. But even with positive, right. you ain't never seen a person who don't deserve some get some. Oh yeah, but that's because it's it's two sides to every coin. You know, listen. Y'all are defensive of God. Hold on. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> now, now, let's be clear here. For those of you who may be watching that are believers, um, this is, in fact, the, the second day of yeah. him being in the grave. There's Resurrection Sunday tomorrow for those of you who do believe. I'm forsaken. Yet to still on, this day, we've never gra- seen a nigga rise again. Oh, don't worry. You go. Hey, don't worry about it. But I just no, like but no, I, I'll, I'll say this, though. I will say this. You know, I, I'm the one that get a little deep on it sometimes, yeah. so stick with me here. But, but. That has everything to do with sin entering the world, not an imperfection of God. The beautiful thing about God is that he gave us choice. He gave us the ability to say, I will choose this or I will choose that, even to have relationship. with. He gives you the ability to say, nigga, I don't know if you up there, if you up there strike me down right now, like you said, you've done done that. It's grace in that. So that's what it is, man. So we're in a fallen world where bad things happen to good people and good people prosper. So Mm -hmm. this so this is what I would say, because like I said, I'm just doing this to. Absolutely. I like to verbal spar when it comes to religion. Mm -hmm. So you said. How did sin enter the world or, you know, sin? Well, no, I, that's what I type. But you said sin entered the world when, you know, Eve. But this, yes. if he's all knowing, why this nigga create this shit knowing it was going to happen? It's like somebody creating an NBA 2K, 2K game. They got glitches. 
They created the motherfucker. Shit is faulty sometimes. What you what you hitting your brow for? Well, I mean, I don't have the answers. Like, I don't I either, but I, that's I the point to, of like know, questioning. I, I didn't go to theology school. You don't have none to. of that. But I'm just I guess I just understand and I appreciate and I respect the, you know, the good and the bad. Yes. The ups and the downs. But I like so, to question it. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people absolutely. are I think a lot of people are fearful to question that. that's what I'm saying, to yeah. question God. So I know the times when I've questioned him. I do believe in God. Right. I'm just not like a Christian or subscribe to any one you know, uh religion or whatever. But for me I like to question it because sometimes you know you're doing everything you possibly can do to walk the life the best way you can and you're still not being honored. And then people will say, Well, you know, and you know, he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. Well, nigga, I needed that blessing yesterday. <laughs> and sometimes you just wonder. <laughs> I mean so I just like to question God but I also like to have these conversations with about people this. like you who believe you you being a father right yeah. and having a son and you sitting him down and giving him choices right two different choices three different choices mm-hmm. you could have the ability to say no nigga this is what you need to do yeah. and this is what you're gonna do yeah. you know as a father or just being a son yourself you going to go off and do whatever. If you don't give me options, if yeah. you don't explain, it, like you're going to go off onto, onto, on, the, on the forbidden path or the unbeaten path or whatever. Yeah. And even with options, you still may. Yeah. But you still have to allow your kids opportunity to grow up and make choices. Yeah. And because, if, I mean, clearly we're talking about an eternal guy versus a, a finite us, but yeah. you're going to have to let these kids live for themselves one day. So yeah. you just give them the parameters to go out and be successful in life. You can't dictate every move. And I yeah. think that's just along the lines. It's like God gives us the ability. He puts resources around us. And listen, bro, this is what I believe. And I ooh, I can't wait to get to my stuff because I'm going to be on you your head. Ju- you can jump right in. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. What do you believe you're great at in life? Man, that's kind of I, I feel like my best skill is just communicate. I feel like communication, bro. Like, that's why I love to do this. That's why mm-hmm. I went to school for it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I communicate well because I feel like I'm very open to see both sides. Like you said, both sides yes. of the coin. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's my best attribute is communication. I say that because it made me think about how you have went to achieve and accomplish in life. Yeah. And you have went further your education and paid money. You've did all these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. This, this here, right? This, all of this, this is what you should be, bro. You like, what's the path to Sirius XM radio for you? Yeah. Like you, this is your gift. And you, like, I believe like me sitting in front of a microphone or yeah. being in front of the camera is my gift to the world. Yeah. Like the way that I rationalize the way that I do certain things, which by the way, spider, <laughs> I was just, uh, I was just talking to him. I had, I had did an audition and I messed up an audition, yeah. but I was like, okay, nigga, this is what you do. So snap back and get right back into it. Yeah. And I got a call back. So it's like, That's what's up. bro, this is what you do. Yeah. Like you stop looking for validation through these people, these white people, whoever it is, yeah. nigga, find like go all in on believing you enough to do what you're gifted at, bro. You're gifted at this thing. Yeah. This ain't just cool. Yeah. This is like, no nigga, you should be one of them <laughs> niggas. Like I be looking at the production. Yeah. Like, bro, you told me, oh shit, her, her voice was on this. I'm like, nigga, how does this nigga be doing this, bro? But you know it's so funny too. First of all, before we get to that, what is what do you think your best feature is <laughs> or your like, best asset? Um that was a um a deep question. I don't know why it's so deep, but um <laughs> It does make you think. I mean, yes, that's what I mean. I'm wise. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I feel like I'm just being creative. Yeah. I really, I'm good at building things. Okay. Like 
physically building things like yeah. I enjoy that. Yeah. And um I think that's a big woman trait too. Yeah. Like and just nurturing. Yeah. Like I, I like listening. I like maybe like that healing yeah. aspect of, yeah. of stuff. So but, communication too, yeah. pretty much in a way. Yeah. I mean, it, well, I I don't I, I'm reluctant to say communication only because I have a thing myself about communication that's probably like my Achilles heel. Like you I think don't so? feel Yeah. Well maybe in a relationship because like, I can say anytime well, no, I've ever no, no. listened to you I on the like podcast. I, I struggle. I, I don't struggle in relationships and communication. Okay. I'm, t- I'm just talking about like outwardly gotcha, communicating. Gotcha. Like this whole podcast thing, that's been growth for me. Like it this does. isn't something, yeah, it is. This isn't something therapy. that I feel like I'm I'm good at in communicating, yeah. so I'm trying to get better at it. Well, I think you do um, a good job because well, every time that. I listen to y'all on the podcast, I know that's why I want to always want you to come in because you bring a different aspect. You speak your mind. You don't really take anything personal. Yeah, and I no. think that's an important part when communicating because some people may say something that you don't like yeah. and you may take that shit personal. If you take it personal, you're missing the point. Yeah, that's you're true. You're missing the point. <laughs> Going back to what you were saying, a lot of people have been hitting me up. Um, shout out to Rich, him specifically. And he was like, man, I be listening to the podcast, bro. And he was like, the way y'all flow through the, the topics, the shit you say, the way you come up with shit, the way you put shit together, he always be like, man, you need to find a niche on the podcast to where you talk about it all the time. And like I told him, I said, it's difficult for me to narrow one thing down because I feel like my niche is just life, bro. Mm. And that's when I tell people all the time, I'll be like, you rarely hear us talk about things that are in the spotlight or in the mm-hmm. news because yeah. I try to take time back to where it's like what I'm learning in life. I want to bring it to the podcast because a lot of people don't talk about the vulnerable stages of their lives, where they're growing, how they've gotten yeah. better, where they failed. Like, it's nothing to me to talk about not having some money or being broke at a certain point in time. Like I told you before he came in, I'm confident, bro. I really, I rarely lack insecurity. So for me, it's like everybody's been broke at some point unless you had a silver spoon Mm -hmm. in your fucking mouth. And even if you had a silver spoon in your mouth, your daddy or your mama told you no one time and you felt like you was broke. Mm -hmm. So we've been there, done that, bro. What other questions you got for me? Run them shits off. Real fast, man. What you got? uh, The way you're talking about it, I feel like this kind of media should be the opposite of social media exactly bro you're getting the highlights you're getting all the good shit there i want to hear the real shit the real shit real talk but they don't use that shit to bring people in they want to say that the like what we call a clickbait you know what i'm saying to bring people in and it's like bro but how are you growing from that right right there's a place for that but turn it into something that you want to do that's quality for you yeah no i agree i agree what you got, fam? i put uh are black people too forgiving and then i said relationally so that could be well, we were kind of touching on earlier, yeah. white people historically or just abusers in general. Like, um, you know, there's a lot of how do I just I've never understood like in that in that particular arena. Like, why do you stay in a relationship where somebody is like completely knocking the fire out of you or just demeaning you, yeah. you know, emotionally, mentally, like just draining you, even if they never put their hands on you? Yeah. You know, I, I, we've heard for years like. Y'all just, we, black people, we too forgiving. We just need to stop forgiving people. You know what I'm saying? And then, like I said, relationally, like, people take our kindness for weakness, and it's like, well, okay, is it different because I'm married? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or should I still take the same approach as everybody else? Because if somebody has shown you what they think of you, believe them. Like, and that's back to what you said on the, on the uh, you were talking about something on the podcast before. Oh, yeah, when, I, when we were texting, I think. And uh, I said, uh, what did you say? What were we talking about? And uh, oh, uh, when I said, um, God dang it, Aunt, what was we talking about? <laughs> Don't ask me. I talked to about 50 people a day. <laughs> Bruh, it, it, we were talking about something. Oh, the, when you said on the last podcast, you were like, you know, sometimes it may take three Christmases. Or yeah. It may oh, take yeah, this. yeah. And I'm like, how long to commit and, yeah, and move I forward? Yeah, I feel you, but it better be. It's almost like the approach I took to, to discipline my daughter when she was young. And I said, well, if you get in trouble for 
five different things, there's grace there because we can talk about it and yeah. then we can move forward. Yeah. But if you get in trouble for the same thing every day, yeah. it's time to put that hand to that butt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like we can give the grace. But it's like there's got you can't keep doing the same. No, thing. no, no. And I didn't and I didn't mean it like that. What I mean is like what I was to, to clarify it is basically I was talking about in relationships. I feel like some people move too fast, mm-hmm. like they get married in three months, six months. They living together, so on and so forth. That's fine for me. I was saying I need one birthday, one holiday, <laughs> one Christmas to at least be around you and your family to see how you react around other people, see who you really are in different environments okay. and different elements to know who you are. If I marry a girl I've only been knowing six months, like I don't I don't feel like I know a lot about you. I may love you to a certain extent, but what pressure have I seen you under? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. I haven't seen you in a room with a family member you don't like. I ain't seen you go through shit at work. I ain't seen how you give on Christmas or how you respond in certain situations. So that's what I was meaning by that. Okay. That's what it was, bro. Mm-hmm. For me, I like I say, I think when you think about all of this shit overall, I just if you be honest with yourself, if you're real with yourself, the unconditional love will come, the communication will come, all that shit will be there. I want to roll into the Jonathan Majors com- uh, conversation. Right. You know, yeah, I know you know about mm-hmm. the Jonathan mm-hmm. Majors shit. So, of yeah. course, you know, when that happens, like I've said it on the podcast before, currently I do date a white woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When was people, that who the situation happened with, with him? It was a white woman. It was a white girl. You know what I'm saying? She was white. So, of course, when those messages came through about a white woman. Yeah. White woman. <laughs> I mean, it changed, It kind of changes things a little bit. So, so, tell me about it. That's why I wanted you in here, too, because it's like you can't yeah. talk about interracial dating and how it affects certain people and why people feel the way they feel without, without having a sister. I don't but. know. You know, the. I mean, the first thought that you that I thought of, it was just like, damn, she a white woman. This sounds very ignorant. It's okay. I'm just, I just understand. I, I know is. that it sounds very ignorant. But I'm just like, you know, would a black woman have protected him maybe a little bit different and not yeah. saying that we need to. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's yeah. wrong. No, it's not. You know, that's some some old shit that we probably need to get out of. But yeah. I just feel like this whole situation looks maybe a little bit different if it was a black woman. Yes. And what exactly happened? I, I'm vaguely familiar. So basically he called the police uh, when he was. So he made, the, he, he, he made called? the call. Yeah. OK. So he called initially. Right. I don't know if it was the day before or earlier that day saying something was going on with his girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when they came she had said that he had hit her you know and they were saying she had like a laceration behind her ear she said he had put his hands around her neck so on and so forth this had all supposedly happened in a cab ride home and the cab driver was a witness and said it didn't happen so on and so forth so after being dragged through the mud a couple of days having to go to court so on and so forth she finally came out and said i was mad at him about something and she lied about it but once you put people out once you the neat thing is once you put that narrative out there people i've even seen black women on social being like oh that's he did it i know he did and it's like even if he didn't now you have compromised his guilty by public you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. well i was just gonna say um we don't have to dig deep into it. But no, like we the want text, to because I'm going well, there. Well, the oh, text yeah, messages me that he put out was not in his favor. What, it, did, he, what did he put out? Like the, the text from her. It just oh, I it didn't seemed, see it. Oh, okay. Well, it was just, tell me about it. Like she, her saying. Yeah, her saying. What did she say? She was just like, yeah, you know, um, I talked to the people and I let them know that you didn't do anything. It was just really like a woman. What I read from that was a woman that was very desperate and feeling bad about what happened mm-hmm. and <laughs> wanting to like smooth things over and make things right yeah not necessarily saying that it did or it didn't happen at this point it just kind of sounded like she was in a space where she want her man back, back and so yeah. she's willing to say anything and do whatever yeah and that's just kind of how that text message read and he felt very confident to put that out i'm like who is your lawyer like we would i would have never yeah because let I don't you take this that, out i can see how you could take it that way mm-hmm. especially being a woman 
but I could also see it as like, all right, I did the right thing. Now can we move forward type yeah. situation too? I don't, man, I don't know. That's, that's a very sticky thing for me. And you know, it's, it, to me, it would have been worse if it had been a black woman, but it's still it just as trash. Like, why would you do that yeah. to somebody, especially like it almost seems planned or something like he's on, like he's on such a trajectory, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is that the height a, of everything? He's, and he's doing. a far better actor than Michael B. Jordan. Uh, don't argue with me. Because <laughs> he, he's like, I've been telling niggas. He's Michael like, Jordan is not like that. Michael Jordan is. A, I mean, Michael B. Jordan is an actor. And Jonathan Majors is a thespian. He That's is. the difference. Yeah, he, he, he really, yeah, he really liked that. But so. the whole interracial thing, the reason I brought it up, or I, you know, of course everybody was talking about it, but I'm talking about it or wanted to talk about it from a personal perspective. Because as soon as this shit happened to people who do know, I date a white woman. They're like, see, nigga. How is that dating a white woman? Be careful. Walk us through. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> I think it's about the type of white woman you date. Um, it's a clip by Preacher Lawson. I'll insert it when I do the edits on the podcast where he he's saying, he said, man, you know what it's like dating a white woman? He said, everybody, oh. yeah, he was like, everybody look at you. He was like, like, you chose to do this like this is what you looked at and sought after you know what i'm saying he was like but my my dating track is black black blackity black puerto rican black 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 a white woman yeah. But he said, as soon as you date a white woman, they act like you came out the closet. Like, oh, I knew you. I <laughs> yeah. knew this is what they've been want. waiting for it to happen. Like, I, yes. What's worse well, is you've never dated a white woman and people tell you that. That's, I, I have nigga, my ex that's what I'm that, telling you, I, bro. I, I took that as very slight, disrespectful. Like, don't play with that's me. That's what bro. I've heard. I'm telling you, bro. I heard that. I heard that shit all the time. And I've heard that shit all the time from yeah. black women. And then. The so you didn't t- choose to date this white woman? I chose to date this woman. It had nothing to do with her race. It was she just so happens to be white, but I didn't choose her. Like, oh, I'm dating a white woman. No, no, because I've had opportunities to do that far more times. Like I've said on the podcast before, I've been intimate with white chicks, getting head, doing whatever the case may be, but I've never been like, yo, this my girl. This is what we doing. Yada 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 yada. The one time I decide to do it based on how good this person was to me, not because she's white, not because of anything, just yeah. because she's consistent. She's good to me, and I don't have to say shit more than once or twice, nigga. And that's not because she's white. Again, it's so, because she's, she's a good. It's she's not because she's a good no, woman. No, not triggered. I, I mean, by you saying that, so I'm when like, I so are right, you let me telling me it. that you've never ran across another woman that has listened been to good me to in the way? And, yes, and been, yes, they've been good to and, me and listened to me, but the consistency of bringing. What I need, but it's or not is it just because you now are different yourself, and that you've grown, and you know you have a little bit more emotional intelligence. See, this is what's gonna make it rough you know too. I, mean? I got something for it. I'm, oh, I'm, well, I'm no, no, I'm not. I know you're not now. saying it like oh, a negative no, I, thing. I, I, yeah. I know. I'm just saying. So, like, you've grown, you evolved, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, you're now this different, evolved person. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was happening before I met her. And one of the things I used to always do, like when I got into arguments, like it would be a full blast argument. When I would get into different situations with her, it was never any voice raising. Sometimes when we communicate, you're up here and then I get up here. But it's hard to be up here when somebody stays right here. Yes. So my my communicating language got better because of here. But the reason I don't talk about a lot of this shit is because the first thing people are going to be like is, oh, a white bitch made you better. No. Yeah. No. Nah, it's not. Is. It's nothing to do. It's the way she interacted with me. What you that's mean. what I'm saying. And when I say I don't have to repeat so myself, I don't mean. Better. Huh? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. But that's <laughs> all this. Like, but that's how. But I that's, so, I mean. Um, but, hey, but not. Also known as. Yes. What kind of white girl made you better? 
Okay. In a way. We'll stand in it then. We don't got to be white. But stand in it. Well, can we just stand it? Can we just play that out it there? Just, uh, we can play it. Up, but then can we play that oh out Oh, my there? God. That would be a great topic. To, I mean, a great title for the podcast. A white girl made you better. God damn it. No, that ain't clickbait. No, hell no. Exactly. I'm not. Just, because yeah, I would I'm just saying, so stand in that. So this white woman made you better. Oh, my God. I'm Talk not about it, King. That. I'm not. Look at I just think, <laughs> But you know what? It, it is. But and, and I don't know. Talk about it, King. Oh, my goodness. But you know what? You know what? That should be a knock on all most black women what you mean they're, that you're incapable of making anybody better what you say it again now that, that that they're incapable of making a man better but black oh we don't nigga. i don't black women don't believe that black, black women, women don't believe what that we're incapable like we know black, that we can I'm, make yes, men better and i'm better because of them but it's like i hate putting like frank said one time i'm better because of women period my yes. female friends yes the women yes. i've dated yes. in my past <laughs> the current girl i date yes. my mother they just so happy. I'm black, so they black. But there's not on even some of my mentors, good white mentors at yeah, work. Yeah, I'm better because of people. Period. My home, I got a homeboy, Steve Gutierrez, Mexican dude. I'm better because of him in certain ways. I'm better because the whole of a sum of people. And yeah. the reason I talk about this is because we as black people always talk about how we want things to change how we want to be equal but we are part of the thing that's perpetuating racism staying and being hardened because we have these things in our heart that we won't let go me just finding a woman that just does right by me without using her race nigga for years on this podcast i would say somebody's being good to me and would never say white because of what would be tied to that but you know what it is i think um I think it's beautiful that you found I love somebody. You on here I, I think it's beautiful this that you found why. somebody that um, treats you well, right? Like I've always honestly, been treated well, though. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Plus, yes, whatever. Yes, you plus know whatever what I need. When yes. that white woman made you better, King. <laughs> like I can appreciate. That's gonna be the that. running line of this shit. <laughs> I, just, I can appreciate that for you. I understand, but I think if I'm just being honest, yeah. and I'm just speaking for myself. That's I don't like I want. to speak for the whole, you know. No, that's black, what I want. Black though. women. That's why you here. But for me, it it just kind of. Um, if I'm just being honest, yeah. it stings a little bit. And that's what I want it's to get like, to. It stings a little bit because it's like, you know, we, there's this feeling of like, we're always left behind. I've heard that, you know I had that conversation saying? yesterday. And so yeah. it's like, we do. Yes, I understand. Okay, hold it. <laughs> no, I just got a question. Okay, well. Go we, ahead. Okay, so we, I feel like we're always kind of left behind. So we do, yeah. like I said, my, what I'm good at, we build, yeah. we nurture, we, yeah. all of these things. And then. Like you're off into the sunset and you pick someone who looks completely like just different from us. You so know, and so it takes us a minute to kind of come that. back to, yeah. you know what? But ultimately, I am happy it's that he is love. happy yeah. and yeah. that white woman <laughs> made him better. What King. you got? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Poor King. I'm telling you, like a Sunday yes, sermon. To answer your question, yes, I'm ready. I love it. I love it. Uh, you know what? It, did you add it on to it? So it might even just be an all-inclusive statement. Okay. I, I just think black women, by and large, and I love black women. I really do. I don't even like white women like that. No disrespect. I just I can't get into it. But I just think black people, black women, overvalue what they actually bring. And I think Ooh, they. You is pushing I envelope think, today. I'm sorry. They no, think that they're better nurturers than what they are. Because let's be honest. Unless it was a time in your life where you were young, you were 21, 22, mm-hmm. whatever, and you just wanted to go be a hoe or you just wanted to go do nigga stuff. Yeah. You're not leaving a good thing. Even if you go cheat or something, you t- man, men don't just leave great women. It, so it's like this narrative that's pushed sometimes. And it's, and some men do. Some women do. Some men do. No, some men do. Some men do. But I just think 
it's a lack of accountability sometimes okay. in in all Very areas. Because yeah. you yes. may be great at doing this, yeah. but then when you say, well, this is what I need, boom, 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 and it's like, oh, that's a lot of work. Because it's all about it's like, the well, need. Okay, you you're said, great at sex and you're great at buying gifts, but that ain't all that's to me. Yeah. And I think sometimes black women okay. don't look at the whole picture. They only look at pockets that benefit, that, that make them look a certain way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the issue that I have by and large. I'll say this for me. I feel like all the women in my past, black women, they've been, I, I said this before, bro. I've dated, all the women I've dated are amazing women, bro. The thing that didn't work out with the women of my past, because I've dated outside of my race quite a bit, is just the timing of where they were and where I was. Timing. And the, it, it, timing is a motherfucker. And that's oh, timing. And if that's, I hear timing one but, more time. But, but it's the truth. I'm ready to flip this motherfucking but, table but, time. But check, the, but, check the, but check this oh, out, too. The timing one again. But, the, but check timing. this out, too. At the end of, with some timing. No, nah, but. Don't want government in your business. But. Okay. But at the end of the day, what really. Because <laughs> we were talking about something before the podcast. That's why she said the government. But this is the thing, bro. Jail support. <laughs> for me, like I said, you don't think I've had the questions. I think the biggest issue, like for me, when I've talked to my friends, when I've talked to my mother, I know who I am, bro. Like I, I told my mom, like, I think the thing with a lot of niggas who date interracially, they change, bro. They change yep. and they do all this extra shit for white girls. They act like white women are better. I don't see that. Okay. I don't act as that. Yeah. I literally talk about white folks the same when I'm around her. I still say nigga, she doesn't, never has. Yep. But she's like I always say. She's not the type when I think when people see me and they think about whatever they be like, all right, you dating the same bitches is wearing nails like a black girl. They got a big ass. <laughs> like a black to my girl. Nails. I'm just saying, because I do you do see all these white women doing shit yeah. like a black woman. And That's like I tell niggas all the time, actually. if I'm getting a white woman, I've said it years ago, I'm getting the palest, regular, most ba- the one who is who she is. I'm not gonna go get a white woman who's doing everything that a black woman does. Nigga, I could have a black woman. Yes. But I'm not gonna yes. speak down on black women. I never have. Good. I don't speak down on white white women I never have I know hunkies do hunky shit and niggas do nigga shit I'm a little hunky period word. can I just real quick Absolutely. go back to what, what you said um, cause you said that you feel like black women over um, what did you say basically they think they do more than what they do yes yeah. really that's how you feel no. Of his experience. So, no. Oh, well, yes, it's, not even fully, it's, no, not experience? no, it's not even fully that because okay. I agree with you. I believe mm-hmm. that a lot of, I've only dated black women in my life, a few Mexicans. Uh, now, the Mexican women, they, 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 they tend to you, but that's a whole different situation. They do. I, I, it's not that I don't think that any other women are great. I, once again, I just think it's choosing to see with one eye when you can look with both. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's the issue. It's like, don't only see the great stuff you do and not be willing to see your flaws. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So it's not I, like black women. I know it's probably a lot of y'all that listen to this podcast. I'm not. <laughs> I'm also half. not trashing black women. I yeah. think y'all are amazing. I think there's no better woman on the planet than a black woman. Yeah. And when I think about the Jonathan Major situation, yeah. even I'm like, nigga, really? Nigga, you from D-Town, bro. Go get you a black woman. But, go sit down somewhere. But this is the thing I've said about that. And a lot of dudes, as we go, Jay-Z said it best. When you go up the ladder, it ain't many people in the positions that we are in that looks like us. True. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? True. To go back to what you said about black women, I like to dive a little deeper. So I, I, a few years back, I talked about um, how they used to break the buck, buck breaking in slavery. They would yep. take the strongest black man and they would pass him around the whole goddamn South, sleeping with women, impregnating them, hoping to get another nigga that's like a buck. Like they do horses. Like now. they do horses. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So this is what I say. Player and having all these women, it's in our DNA. But you don't think the strength of a woman, the confidence of a woman, 
of a black woman and everything else is in their DNA when they put them out in the field with us 18 hours a day right beside us. Yeah. They broke them. They kept the sons and the daughters away from the mothers. All of this shit is the white man's plan. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I never speak out against black women because it takes some work and some tending to. And that's why I use timing because sometimes we are together and we don't get what we need while we're together. And then you learn in different places. Now, do I know that the girl I date has the privilege to not have went through the shit that y'all have went through mm-hmm. and, and, and grew up with two parents in the home to where she saw what a father's love looks like to where when you date a nigga, you say, well, if you ain't treat me better than my father, why am I wasting my time? One of the biggest issues that a lot of black women have is daddy issues because yeah. niggas and always starts with us mm-hmm. are not there. And are not showing them love. And then niggas judge them on that and say they got mom and daddy issues, but we the same niggas who want somebody to treat us if you have a good mother like your mother did. Right. Go ahead. What was you about to say? I was just going to say back to like just the value of things. I, I can say that I agree with you. There does need to be more accountability in women. Right. But I do feel like we are in a space right now where we are trying to listen and understand. Mm, They are. You know what I mean? And so like the values that we thought, okay, because we're we're doing things. Let's just be honest. We do things for for men. You can come up with like this whole pick me thing and all this stuff. But like that's that's what we're doing it for. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you, you. just like men, you know, you're doing you're it for women. Yeah, you're doing you're it for the women. The woman, you know, absolutely. we're doing it for for the men as well. And so, like, we have this idea of what is valuable. Regardless, we can argue, you know, all day about where we got those values from. Right. right. So just like over sexualizing, like our physical appearance yeah. and all of these things. So now all we, we think that we just need to show up beautiful yeah. and mm-hmm. with a fat ass yeah. or whatever else. Right? right. And so now we're really listening to you guys to tell us what it is that you need and what are the things that y'all value. Yeah. And right. I feel like we will we can unlearn that and we will, you know, yeah. transform. And, 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 and in response to that, so, let me also clarify again. I'll I hope it's not lost. It's not. It's, it's not. not. And, and, out here. and I'll say I have this. To that. It's about conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. if I say something that rubs somebody the wrong way, sometimes people got to be uh, admit that it may be something in there. It's not just an egregious statement that should be taken offensive. Yeah. Right. I'm like, can we start having tough conversations? That's mm-hmm. what it's going to take. Because that's going to yeah. push us forward. Like, yeah. let's get to the root of why you were so disrespectful. Yeah. Let's get to the root of the reason why I felt like I was had to be emotionally disconnected from you and then we could come together and be something yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. but so, you gotta, that takes a different level of vulnerability that I feel like people just don't really it, it have it takes time to get right. to it Yeah, it takes yeah. time so when I first started dating this chick like I never I wouldn't go out in public we would just hang out this is why I say I want to get to this because I think people because of what's popular popular on social media seeing these black and white black men white women whatever but bro the first year I was kicking it with her I never it was just at my house, nigga, and I would come to her house. And yeah. one day she said, are you ashamed of me? And I said, I ain't ashamed of you. I said, but you got to understand the box I'm in. You have the privilege to not worry about what goes on and what's being said. I'm just not a dirty nailed, regular, drug dealing, goofy ass, no ambition type nigga. Yeah. These are my mom's words. You are a man who's college educated. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. You respect black women. You say what you want. You do what you want. And I'm always, anybody know I say, hunk, I don't give a fuck who's in the room. 
So then why why would it matter then? So, but why would it matter? Because I know the stereotypes and I know the prejudice and the judgment that's put on me. And it's almost a protection of that person and too. I, it, and I told they, her the they same may thing. Not see it that you way. may, and I told her I said, and there's certain things that I am protecting you from, just like it's certain things that I'm protecting when I date a black woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I had to get to a point where I was like, you know what? She's good. She's consistent. I've told her the truth about what I'm doing and she's still around. I got to grow up. I have to grow in a different capacity. So I had to grow. And as I went out, when she tried to grab my hand or grab, I'd be like, hey, no, no. (laughs) These are the things I went through, bro. Yeah. Like I was like, no. And then as I went to therapy and started talking to people and whatever, like dealing with my mom, knowing my mom's not racist, but knowing my mom's wants to see me with somebody from my past or strictly a black woman. Mm -hmm. Like, nigga, that's pressure. That is pressure. Mm -hmm. If she don't use your comb, can't use your comb, don't bring her home. (laughs) Nigga, we've been taught this shit since we was kids, bro. Yeah. So the one time I started feeling like, damn, (laughs) this person cool. She seemed cut for me. I want to see where this can go. Bro, it's so much other judgment than you date a black woman. Nobody gives a fuck. You just dating a black woman. People are champion it. Right. But if you date anything else, even if it's the right, like you feel and Mm -hmm. you're doing it for the right reasons. Nigga, it's so much that comes with that that you have to be like, yo. Am I even doing this to where you almost start making decisions for other people as opposed to yourself? Yikes. And what's the whole idea of, like, I shouldn't be using a comb anyway, if, unless it's for my beard. Like, they just don't even make sense now that you think about it. And then just thinking about it. You know, niggas' heads were snapping back then. You don't comb out your way? Nah. But back then, it, that, that came from back well, in the day, though, when no, niggas was using can, picks though. and shit. Yeah. It's, and you can, but it's, then, it's not like that, okay. though. Yeah. Okay. But but then it's like, how do you really get rid of racism if we all just say, well, you date white Our people, brushes you are different too. People. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, it's... And that's why I say, like, I get the frustration. I get the thought of feeling left behind. Yes, it's only frustration because of that. It's not because we don't want to see you win, King. No, she crazy. (laughs) But you also know, when I, like, not being funny, though, this is the thing, too. Not Now, it is some black men like that, but it's like when a black woman dates a white man or any other race of Yeah, let's talk about it. I don't give a shit, bro. If it's done for the right reason. But there are also black women who date other men, uh, white men, because they're like, oh, they got more money, the credit better, blah, blah, blah. And they do the same dog and shit that other niggas do. But that's what I'm saying. It's not all, but just like Spider said, the wrong shit is publicized versus the right shit. It's some black women who literally, I got a black homegirl that's dating a white dude, and she never thought she would. But like she said, this man consistently checked for me. When I wasn't giving him play or was not, he consistently Mm. checked for me. Come on, consistency. And that's what matters to me, bro. How consistent are you? You And do you listen? You need time for You need time. (laughs) You need time for consistency. Queen. (laughs) She killed. You do need time for that. I am impatient. But I think it's just about, (laughs) at the end of the day, it's learning. I tell my mom all the time, like, my mom, of course, you know, she wants a black man. And I'd be like, so do we wait like this is the be- this is the best example I can give you. Mm-hmm. Let's just say I stop talking to this girl, mm-hmm. regardless of her race, and I never find anybody that fits me the way she fit me. This is what I told my mom: Am I supposed to if I if I can't find no black women in Dallas that I have linked up with? If I've dated fifty and they don't work, what am I supposed to do? Travel the whole world looking for that one black woman that fits the mold of what I need? Yes, get your passport. No, I'm not gonna be a passport, bro. We're gonna talk about that up next. <laughs> But like, nah, like you shouldn't have to jump. I'll explain it to you. Is that a transition? It was. It was. You caught it. You caught it. It was on purpose. Amazing segue. Impressive. I like that. That was an amazing segue. Just a container for the child. That soft pink batter. Cotton candy. Margin book. Oh, oh, oh. 
Conversations. A lot of time, I just try to bring life, you know, things to. This is what I'll say too. Going back to the interracial dating, do you have white friends? None. Hmm. You probably don't have. You got to think that long. Do well, you? N- not any friends, but my family is very diverse. Like, yeah. Yeah. Inclusive. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it should be that way. I think the re- the reason I wanted to bring it up is not even not about Jonathan Mage. It's not mm-hmm. about me. It's just about how do we make the world a better place if we are doing what the people we white people i like to just call it so nobody's confused how are we able to be better or make a world better if we are the same as them in a different way you know what i'm saying we can't be better if we want to keep everything in a box and like i said all the time as black people we want equality but we don't even like the people that sometimes has the keys to that equality you see what i'm saying yes or for the white people like you see these motherfuckers getting gunned down and all these places, but you got the governor, I think, of uh, Florida who did a closed office meeting with the NRA to sign that in Florida you can carry a gun and you don't have to be licensed and you don't have to have a psyche valve. Like, how are we making the world better? Yeah. I feel like I sometimes you sit back, you hear black people talk about things to make the world better, but it's only for us. And white people do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So how the fuck do we get better if we want to only be better in our separate corners? We can't. You got churches on every corner. Niggas saying they religious. Niggas saying they believe in God. We believe in the same Jesus, so on and so but forth. But we got all like these it, churches. But do you not feel like it has to start at like a more micro level? Like it needs to start from the inside out? Well, but it starts with us. Well, I was well that's say, what I'm saying. So, so. But, but if people are judging people based on simple things like interracial dating, how the fuck is, what are you doing in your circle? I was going right, to say it right. starts with what you're doing, actually. It's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like With yourself, yeah. yeah. The exposure is what's going to bridge all of these gaps. White people, a lot of the times, aren't racist. They're ignorant. They really don't know about our culture, the things we've gone through. Because we're only interacting with the people we're exposed to. So the more you're around black people, you're like, oh... Y'all just yelling because that's how y'all talk. That's how y'all talk. <laughs> like, oh, oh that's you, dead put ass. Those, you, put, you put those weenies in your macaroni because y'all don't really got no flavor yeah. palettes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's different. No, no, it, no, it's dead ass, bro. So I had an interview this past week and it was my... <laughs> no, he don't give a fuck. It's my, it was my second interview, bro. And I always do little weird shit in interviews to see, you know, if you get me to the next level, I'm on a third interview, then you fuck with me. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not coming in suited and booted. And I'm yeah. not saying generic shit. So it was one point in the conversation. He asked me something. It was a white guy. And I said, excuse my language. And I said a curse word. I was like, okay, cool. Then he asked me, he said, you seem like you're very well versed. Your resume is this and that. You seem like you're good. You know what you're doing with project management. I'm using all the methodologies, the terms, so on and so forth. So he said, if you weren't doing project management, what would you want to be doing? I didn't tell him I had a podcast, but I said, I would want to do radio broadcasting, some kind of communication. Communication is my best skill. Mm -hmm. He said, what topic would you want to target? I said, racism. And he was like, why would it be racism? I said, because I feel like if that was alleviated and gone, the world would be a better place. Nobody would give a fuck who dates who money, pay, women, they would get the same or the money that they deserve. Kids wouldn't be raised without fathers. All of this shit would literally go away and that would equal the playing field. When he called, I literally, normally it take you a few days to get a third interview. Literally by the end of that day, they were like, hey, we want to get you for the third interview. I called my mom. I said, I must be getting this job. I cussed and I talked about racism <laughs> to a white man. And I'm that's, on to the that's next. That's a wild interview. And, yeah. And I'm, on to the ne- and I'm on to the next stage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, what does that do? It makes you stand out. Yeah. Everybody yes. else is 
being basic, being regular, trying to say the things that you want them to say. And the one, the cuss word I said, I told him, I don't want to bullshit you and act like I've done something that I haven't done. I'm in project management, but the highest I've ever been is a senior analyst. And like I told him, I said, I haven't been given the opportunity to be in these positions. If you know anything about project management, you're tapping six figures, you're in that area. You know what I'm saying? And I told my mom, I said, it's hard for me to get a job. I've been in my position seven years, been applying for jobs every year. They're not trying to give niggas managerial positions to where you can make it to executive COO shit because then we will have the ability to bring people like you and me Mm -hmm. into those doors Mm -hmm. and they know that shit. Also, like one of my old barbers said, black women don't make families, black men do. So if they pay you 150, unless you got a nigga, you don't get to create a family. If I got 150, if I get you pregnant, I am now comfortable with taking care of my household. Mm. Me, if I'm making 55, I'm not really trying to bring a child into this world the way the world is, the way the economy is. If you are a man, you think about those things. Mm -hmm. If you're a woman, you don't have to because your hard work doesn't benefit me, but my hard work benefits you. I was listening to an interview and they said a podcast and they said that it was a black woman who occupied the high one of the highest seats in Chase Bank or something like that. And I'm like, that's dope. That is hella dope. But it's like, men don't get, black men aren't it's getting hard. those same type of opportunities, and that's disappointing. Yeah. It's not to knock black women, because mm-hmm. that's dope, but yeah. it's like, gives a man that opportunity, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you're spot on with that, man. But we got to know the game, too, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of niggas who are insecure and they're weak-minded, and when a black woman has that position, they're like, oh, blah, blah. No, nigga. I no. love it. If she's in that position... Then meet her where she's at if you can, all and us, build a family. Still, nigga, all us feels you, we got 150. You, you, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> because that, well, do you yeah, know how difficult right, it is for right. a black woman who all she's trying to do is live her dreams, yeah. and niggas are so insecure that right. they not even giving her. Nigga, if she make 350 and she's willing to give your 75 thousand dollar year ass a chance, you better suck it up, nigga. Hold on, now 75 ain't bad. Just it's not bad. It's not. But, but, I, but yeah. it's not in this. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's not. But I with you though. Yeah, some black man will literally be like. No, she make too much. She like, what are you looking for? Yeah. And then if yeah, so but, but ahead, I don't want to change. Can I change? No, yeah, change it up a little yeah. bit. We okay. So you know, I wanted to ask. You know, this whole Angel Reese and just black women. Yes. We're talking about black women. Yes. Um, just being competitive, right? One of the qualities that I have and that I um love about myself is that I am a competitive yeah. person. Yeah. All right. But I find that in dating, sometimes that gets a little misunderstood. So I just wanted to ask y'all and get y'all's perspective on a black woman, like in the dating world or relationship or whatever. Like, how do you look at a woman that is black and that is competitive, outwardly competitive. Give me an example. I'm talking about, about say. Oh, if we're on a date, yeah. don't let it be our first date. I don't care. I'm not so David say, Busters. I'm hitting all the buttons. Oh, I'm, and I'm going to try we, to go for your yeah, neck. Yeah, and I'm going please. for your neck too. And be good. And oh, Because when I sure. beat you, it's going to feel even better. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm just saying, it. but I just, I feel like in my dating experience, I haven't always had, I, I kind of feel like I meet men that are just not competitive yeah. and I just, it confuses me a little yeah. bit. It's probably unattractive to you. it's, it's a little, it, it worries me because I'm like, I don't know if you're going to understand me okay. because like it, everything is for real. Like this Monopoly game is going to get serious, like serious fun. And do you, you know what I'm saying? Do you also translate it in like a protection way too or no? What do you mean like in a protection Cause way? Because like me having a certain level of competitiveness and I'm very competitive means there's a certain part of fire that's going to come. When it get down to it, 
I might throw a little elbow, you know what I'm saying? Knock you off a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And 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 I think it just shows a level of aggression necessary in pockets. Yeah. Sometimes when men are a little more like, ah, that's cool, I guess. It's like, nigga, you you gonna be got my back with something getting tough, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're not turned off by a woman that is competitive. Then. No, no, no. I love it. What's the problem? I think that's so. Sometimes when I hear it's it's so, it's kind of like how when you ask questions about okay, so you haven't dated a black woman who's done this. It makes me be like when I hear women talk about certain men, I don't get offended because I just be like, what kind of nigga are you dating? Mm -hmm. And then if that's consistent, then you I start to say, well, you have to look at yourself yes. to see why you are pulling these small minded, insecure, mm -hmm. fragile I mean, men. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, because I, I feel like a lot of times they look at you being competitive as like I, I know where to place it. Right. Yeah, when yeah. we're playing a game, of course, I'm going to be competitive. Yeah, I want to win. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm competitive in our relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I need to be a winner. Or I yeah. need to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's us. It's a team. We building together. Yeah. But some yes. men don't understand that. But I just don't. Like I say, it, when I hear women talk about men these days, I do feel bad mm -hmm. for women, especially black women dealing with black men, because, yeah, man. Yeah, so it's, he needs a white a, king to make us. Hey, whatever you to gotta do. Uh, no, yeah, like, whatever you gotta so, do. So I mean, is, is, there, right is there a quality oh, that right you feel over, like yeah. you you have that is misunderstood in dating? Say it again. A quality that you you possess, like for me, it's my competitive. I feel like sometimes that's misunderstood in my dating. Is there something that you you have that you feel like women misunderstand this quality about you? That I don't need them. Because I'm so self-sufficient. So, like I was talking to you yeah, before. For a woman, that's that's a big thing. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, because like, they like to take care of and do certain yeah. things. So, for me, it's like. Uh, I can see that. I don't. Like, I've never lived with a woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm good with my with my own bank account, my own checkbook. I know how to take care of myself. You know, I am well-versed. I've traveled. I've done things. Like, there's not a lot unless you're on a certain level that you could expose me to. And I know women like to, like you say, teach and do this and do that. Mm -hmm. But. Like I tell people all the time, regardless of what you feel you can do for me, if you can do what I need you to do, not want you to do, because what I want may not be what you desire. Mm -hmm. But if I need something and you decide to take me off the, the shelf, then I need you to know what comes with that. It's just like when you take a bag of chips off the shelf. I don't know if people read the ingredients I do and the calories and shit, mm -hmm. like the daily caloric intake. Like if you ain't reading that shit, you don't know what you're getting. You know what I'm saying? And a lot yeah. of people take shit off the shelf. They don't pay attention to the signs. They don't know what they're getting. Mm -hmm. If you take me off the shelf, know if you eat 12 of me, I'm putting 600 calories in your belly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's just know what I need. Like, I, I'm a very, like, I communicate well. So if I talk to you and I say, I am a sexual person, and you're like, well, I ain't trying to have sex. Or if I say, I don't have to eat out all the time. I don't have to cook all the time. But you don't, you know what I mean? You're doing the opposite of what I tell you I need all the mm -hmm. time. I feel like you're not listening. Yeah. What's the need of me being there? Absolutely. So when I talk about going back to me dating now, it's like the reason it has been successful outside of race is because I feel heard because I see what she says and what she says lined up, lines up with what she does. And I feel like too many times in relationship where people say it does not line up with mm -hmm. what they do and what they do when you can, it's like somebody saying, oh, I show you I love you every day, but do you tell me? Cause yeah, you show me, but damn, it feel good for somebody to say I love you or compliment your hair or your jacket or you know, like one of the tests I do when I date a woman. Because I know you test. I, it's just one simple test because okay. I, it's making people be on the same page. Because I know we all have an insecurity about our body in some capacity. Whether you don't like your hair, your eyes, you know, a lot of women who have kids don't like their stomach. Whatever, get naked. I'm gonna get naked with you. With the hang time I got, I ain't gonna be on hard angle. You let me see you as you are. And you see me as I am, and let's go from there. Yeah. So 
I just think mine though is I I feel like they see like oh you don't need no woman yeah I do we all need each other shit right. mm-hmm. I can't right. build or do nothing by myself only to a certain capacity. What about yourself? I think is well I ain't no think I'm very assertive, so I, I make my mind up on something and I'm just it's the vision at hand yeah. and it could come off as like like I'm like too like aggressive or I don't know but I'm like I just. I like I know when I say something this I've thought about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is just what it is. Yeah. So I think sometimes it just comes off a certain way and I'm just like I don't know how to change that. Cuz I'm well, like Do you communicate like your vision yes, or I'm your a, thoughts are very clearly. Yeah. Like I'm very like I'm saying way I'm like yeah. listen, this is what it is. This is how but it's just like I think sometimes though it, it does depend on the person, the partner, what they want out of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not that the message isn't being communicated clearly. It's just it just doesn't align Line with up. what yep. they yeah. want out of life. Even sometimes, and yeah. so like even me with the acting thing, it's like bro, I, I, that's all I've wanted to do this my entire life. Yeah. But I've always pushed it to the side mm-hmm. for other stuff. Yeah. This circumstance allowed me to be like, you know what, bro, get back to what yeah. you do, yeah. and it's like. Who knows what could come of it, but it's like at least it would be something that would be feeding me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like you got to take chances in life. I think a lot of people don't. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, you taking chances in acting, you taking chances in whatever you're doing. I took a chance on dating something different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times we will never get to a point. This is what I my mom told me or I told my mom. I was like, you know what? Even if this situation doesn't work. Just like my last situation doesn't work, I was better after my last situation. I'm better at this situation. So whoever I end up with, even if it is a black wel- a black woman, you're welcome because these past pro- these past you're processes welcome. got me to this yes. motherfucking point. I didn't get to this point because yeah. I figured it all out. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to this point because I dated one person. I didn't yeah. get to the- I got to this point because every step I took led me to being better. So if you end up with me as a black woman down the line and you be like, oh, I got a problem with white woman. Well, it just so happened to be a white woman somewhere in my past that helped me get better. Yeah. As well as black women, as well as an Asian woman, as well as a Mexican woman, because I've dated them all. God damn it. But don't nobody have a problem till you date whitey. Yeah. That's it. We just want to see you better, King. That's it. That's all we care about. That's it. So Hey man, shout out to my plant, Dorothy. Yeah, you on these plants and shit. I ain't Bruh, got there yet. I got, I got a plant name. I got a plant yeah, name. I, know, I, say, I know you do. Oh, it's a yes. golden thing. It's a golden pathos. Okay. I, no, I'm not that deep into it. Oh, that's just a regular name. That's just a regular name. You don't know if you got a perennial? You, you, that's what I'm saying. You don't know <laughs> if it's a lily or... No. Well, I think I have some little... Those are the easy ones. Like, yeah. when when they need water, you could tell. They, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think it's a lily. Anyways, go don't ahead. Let me, me hear about yeah, Dorothy. Nah, no, no, but I, I say it's... Like, this plant taught me about life in a very short time. Yeah. So when I when I, I now think about it and mm-hmm. we talk about relationships mm-hmm. like so I sought out this plant number one it was on my mind right for like months and then I was like bruh go do it it's on your mind go do it yeah. so I go and I'm literally surveying all the plants and I'm like all right I want this one it reminds me of something that feels like home to me mm-hmm. so I'm gonna get this I read the instructions all of that okay can I even maintain this with where I'm at mm-hmm. in my life right now yeah you know what I'm saying okay boom. I purchased. I, so now I'm taking responsibility. I'm like talking to this plant every day. I'm tilling it. I went and bought tweezers to cut mm-hmm. the bad parts. Mm-hmm. I went and bought a water bottle to spray it. Mm-hmm. I went and bought neem oil to get the get the bad things mm-hmm. out of the yeah. plant that's flying around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like it's, it. Just taught me a lot about that. What's necessary to cultivate relationships, yep. to care for something, to own it, take responsibility over it, be intentional, to speak to it every day, like. 
man, and I've seen it flourish. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, 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 so are you translating that into your relationships with? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All all my relationships. And I can vouch so. for him because he literally calls me now or audio message at least once a week where he's saying, man, like you said something to me like two weeks ago. He's like, bro, I listened to the podcast. Me and you've been talking. He's like, I'm literally just trying to be better. Man, and when you look it. at when and hearing you that's talk it. about that plan, it's like you got to do it in the same way in a relationship. If you have a bad day, that's a brown leaf. But what are you going to do to correct that bad day? Right. That means you got to put a little bit more time into it. Yes. You, and sometimes that plant don't talk back to you. Well, the plant don't talk back at all. Right. Or nigga, give me that plant. But you know what I'm saying? We got I'm some money like coming. Ladies, bodies, men, plants. But you got to do something to help plant. nurture. It's yeah. the same thing with work. Oh, I tell people all the time. People will go put in 40 hours of work at a work week. How much time are you putting into your relationship? Don't your boss make you mad sometimes? Mm. Don't you hate the job? But your ass get back up and go give it eight hours again tomorrow. Yes. A motherfucker be mad at his man. Don't give him no pussy. A man to be mad at his woman. Don't take him out. Don't get a gift. That's the stupid shit that I tell people. Y'all up here talking all this yak. But you're doing this shit elsewhere for other people who don't even deserve you as a job mm. or family members like the person that you have in your life. Yes. Do fucking better. Looking at the True. whole looking at the whole plant, it's like, okay, so if the plant's whatever, not responding, it's stuff that's dead on it. I'm gonna pay attention to a specific area. I don't say, yeah, I nigga, throw the plant away. Yeah. But that's the approach that we take. Yeah. So I'm like, man, it's it's surreal, bro. And, and that's the way that I be receiving stuff <laughs> yeah. from like stuff from around me. Stuff, and that's I how like, I am. That's, that's why I we like vibe that. though. Because like think that. about this too. Also, if you missed a few days, say for instance, you didn't water for two days yeah. and you see that brown plant, guess what you do? You don't let two days pass again. Yes. So when you're in your yes. relationship and you fuck a motherfucker over and you realize how bad it got, don't do it again. Yeah. Don't man. do it a fucking again, bro. It's like I tell people all the time, all these movies, TV shows, and songs we listen to is lessons in every last one of them. And we refuse to get the message. And you know why? Because we're not in that intellectual space or maturation process has not happened yet for us to receive the messages that's right in front of your face. And to take it back to God before we close out, mm-hmm. the nigga will send you the same test if you don't get it the first time around. Ooh. Hey Spider, can you he cute? Say, he say, man. Hey. He be like, hey, man, God working on that boy so tough, dog. Oh, I swear he was like, Jesus, a nigga. I swear, hey. God, a nigga too. I said, hey. well, if he looked he like me, me then he is what he is. Like that, I blew my mind. Yeah, but you know what? You get it how you get it. Hey, I'm yeah. 40 years old, and nigga ain't struck me down it. yet. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. But no, yeah. Spider, we appreciate you, man. Ammo, yes. we appreciate you. Jazz, as always, we appreciate you. I got to listen to your podcast now. Yeah, you do. So here's the thing, Frank. Enjoy yourself out there in Puerto Rico. Costa Rica, wherever the fuck you at, nigga. Yes. But we miss you. I'll play the message. Don't be out there being a passport, bro. I hate that I'm missing. Frank. He said we got to run a series back with you when oh, we come back. So I told you him, I said we're gonna Frank, don't be out there being a passport, bro. <laughs> nah, he took his he took his sand with him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. All right, we gonna go out to uh, Gone by Sam Drew, man. We appreciate y'all. Love is love, it but is it love. just stings it from, from yeah.